Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Follow the Cloud. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, you're such a good God. We come today with praise and thanksgiving, ready to receive whatever you have for us, to turn off the wisdom we have of the world, Father, and go for your wisdom. So we come ready to receive what you have, to apply it to our lives, to bless those that are around us, Father. And we thank you for it. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about following the cloud. Some people are always following a perceived cloud in their life of gloom and despair. You'll see commercials with a dark cloud following people around with a negative perception of the cloud. But we don't have to follow that dark worldly cloud. God has a better plan. Success in our Christian walk is based on many things, especially faith, but that includes focus. We have to focus on the right things. In fact, the clouds in the Bible represent positive things. The God of this earth, Satan, is the master of deception, and he tries to get you and I focused on the negative clouds, the negative things in our life, but not God. Let's start today in Exodus 13, verses 17 through 22 in the Amplified. So what happened when Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them by the way of the land of the Philistines, even though it was near, for God said the people might change their minds when they see war, that is, that there will be war and return to Egypt. Folks, the first point I want to make today is that God doesn't always take us on the easiest path or the one that seems the best to us. We have to put our trust in him that he will take us the best way, on the best paths in our life, and he will. Verse 18a, but God led the people around by the way of the wilderness toward the Red Sea. Verse 21, the presence of the Lord was going before them by day in a pillar, column of cloud to lead them along the way. One Bible translation says a cloud shaped like a pillar and in a pillar of fire by night to give them light, so that they could travel by day and by night. 22. He did not withdraw the pillar of cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night, from going before the people. My friends, God's presence was in the cloud leading the children of Israel. Exodus 14, verses 19 and 20 in the Amplified. The angel of God, who had been going in front of the camp of Israel, moved and went behind them. The pillar of the cloud moved from in front and stood behind them. Twenty, so it came between the camp of Egypt and the camp of Israel. It was a cloud along with darkness, even by day to the Egyptians, but it gave light by night to the Israelites. So one army did not come near the other all night. Folks, isn't God amazing? He used a cloud to lead Israel in the front, but also a cloud in between them and the Egyptians so the Egyptians could not see them. It was a cloud of protection. God still does that today, protecting us from evil. That is why we should always be praying Psalm 91 and 121. We have promises of protection. Thank God for his cloud of protection over you and your family. Number 1642 in the Amplified. When the congregation was assembled against Moses and Aaron, they turned and looked at the tent of meeting, tabernacle, and behold, the cloud covered it, and the glory and brilliance of the Lord appeared. 
My friends, the glory and brilliance of the Lord appeared in the cloud. When we see a cloud, we should think about His presence, His leading, and our protection with the Lord. 1 Kings chapter 17 in the New King James. Elijah proclaims a doubt. Verse 1, And Elijah the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Gilead said to Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years except at my word. Verse 6, The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning, and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook. Folks, we should not be worried about what is going on in the world around us. God will protect us from a drought or a bad economy or whatever, just like he did Elijah, if we are serving him. 7. And it happened after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Elijah and the widow, verse 8. Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, 9. Arise and go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. My friends, here is where the news media would be crazy with headlines of follower of God, or in today's terminology, Christian takes last meal from widow and son. 10. So he arose and went to Zarephath, and when he came to the gate of the city, indeed a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, Please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. So she said, As the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bin and a little oil in a jar. And see, I am gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son, that we may eat it and die. 13. And Elijah said to her, Do not fear. Go and do as you have said, but make me a small cake from it first, and bring it to me, and afterward make some for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, The bin of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. Folks, the cloud is coming. 15. So she went away and did according to the word of Elijah, and she and he and her household ate for many days. 16. The bin of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry, according to the word of the Lord which he spoke by Elijah. My friends, great miracles happen when we trust God. In verses 17 through 24, Elijah raises the widow's son from the dead. Now let's go to the next chapter, 1 Kings chapter 18. In verses 20 through 34, the false prophets of Baal tried to get their sacrifice to light on fire, but couldn't, and Elijah made fun of them. Now verse 35, So the water ran all around the altar, and he also filled the trench with water. 37, Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that you are the Lord God, and that you have turned their hearts back to you again. Folks, God is always trying to get people to repent and follow him as he is so merciful. 38, Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust, and it licked up the water that was in the trench. 39, Now when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and said, The Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. My friends, 
Even after Elijah's sacrifice was drenched in water, God burnt it all up. Forty, and Elijah said to them, Seize the prophets of Baal. Do not let one of them escape. So they seized them, and Elijah brought them down to the brook of Kishon and executed them there. Folks, many people don't want to talk about the judgment side of God these days, but people will find out when they die if they are not living for Jesus. 41, then Elijah said to Ahab, Go up, eat and drink, for there is the sound of an abundance of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel. Then he bowed down on the ground and put his face between his knees. 43, and said to his servant, Go up now, look toward the sea. So he went up and looked and said, There is nothing. And seven times he said, Go again. My friends, he is looking for the rain cloud from God. We can't give up so easy when we don't get our miracle in five minutes or five days or five months. We have to keep our switch of faith turned on. 44, then it came to pass the seventh time that he said, There is a cloud as small as a man's hand rising out of the sea. So he said, Go up, say to Ahab, prepare your chariot and go down before the rain stops. Folks, on the seventh time he looked and he saw a small cloud the size of a man's hand. But faith says, there it is. More clouds are coming, and they did. 45. Now it happened in the meantime that the sky became black with clouds and wind, and there was a heavy rain. My friends, Elijah kept his switch of faith turned on. Matthew 26, 64 in the Amplified. Jesus said to him, you have in fact said it. But more than that, I tell you, regardless of what you do with me now, in the future you will see me revealed as the Son of Man, seated at the right hand of power and coming on the clouds of heaven. My friends, when we look to the clouds, we should always do so with expectation for the return of Jesus in the clouds. Why? 1 Thessalonians 4.17 in the New King James then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Folks, those of us living for Jesus will be caught up together with those Christians that have died and meet Jesus in the air, praise God. What an incredible day we'll have with Jesus in the clouds. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. You are a good God. We're so thankful that you sent your very own son, Jesus. We look forward to the day of meeting him in the clouds, Father, when he returns. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. We love you all. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.